It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Welcome to Jenkins and Jones on the Volume Podcast Network. It is Saturday, April 22nd, and as promised, we have what will be a weekly basketball-free episode for those of you who don't give a fuck about the NBA playoffs. We we respect your opinion. We respect your opinion. Respect. Respect. And we got to respect our roots. You know, we we were rooted in the bullshit. That's what we emerged from. Right. You feel me? So we we did the Billy episode. Yeah. This is the flowering this is the flowering of the bullshit plant that was planted <laughs> in bullshit and grew. We are the bullshit rose that grew through the bullshit concrete. <laughs> As always, that's Dragonfly Jones, a.k.a. Tyler. Hey, everybody. Have a good And LeJethro Jenkins, a.k.a. John. What's up, Bubba's? I'm Gardy B, a.k.a. Mike. Motherfucking Mike. Motherfucking Mike. Motherfucking Mike. My guy, Mikael. <laughs> On the ones and twos. I really... Mike. A really <laughs> funny aspect of um, you guys starting that is that so I, I posted on uh, Twitter uh, the other day the thing that we talked about on the pod about my health stuff or whatever. <laughs> and there's so many people who just listen to the pod who just responded. Motherfucking Mike. Nothing else. Yeah, yeah. That's all it is we said. Nah, that we got a nice little community, man. Yeah. We got some homies that we don't know. They, but they still the homies, though. They're you the homies. For they sure. the homies like a motherfucker. All right, let's start off the pod, our all bullshit, no basketball episode, with the breaking news that Tyler passed on to us uh, a couple weeks ago. I thought we should have done an emergency episode, and y'all weren't down for it. But apparently, (laughs) secretly, scientists know that ice cream is healthy. (laughs) I was so happy for you when I saw that. that I was like, hell yeah. Motherfucking Mike gets a win right now. (laughs) How do you feel about that? I mean, you're the one who's most invested in this new scientific development. Ice cream-aholic over here. I feel a little jerked around. And just to paraphrase the story that Tyler sent, it basically was like, and this stuff happens in, in, you know, data science. That like there was a Harvard, uh, you know, panel of nutrition scientists. And one thing that was brought up was in like multiple high quality studies that were peer reviewed, that had large sample sizes that had been repeated with uh, test control groups, all this other shit. 
they found that ice cream, people who ate a lot of ice cream, were less likely to have heart attacks. <laughs> it wasn't better for like, they weren't losing weight or anything. It wasn't like a magic drug, but it was like, if this person has cholesterol and weight and family history that looks like this, and they didn't eat ice cream, and this person has the same thing, but they did eat ice cream, the first person is like 10 times more likely to have a heart attack. <laughs> and I took that, and I was going to print it out. And just so, walk walk right up to my doctor with it. So does, so does ice cream have that that good cholesterol, good fat, like they say avocados and shit have, or LDLs instead of HDLs or something like that. I actually think there's something to, and I'm like a pretty um, I'm a pretty hardline like go with what the results say type of a person, right? Y'all know that. Like I, you know, when we bought our house. A good friend of mine offered to sage the house, and I was like, I'm good, bro. <laughs> like, I really appreciate hey, it. <laughs> Got to respect the spirits, man, and the universe. It's, it has its ways. You I know do, I mean? but I told him, I was like, if I let you sage the house, I'm acknowledging that there might be bad spirits in the house. It's just not the way that I... <laughs> Then you don't want to start it off like that. I don't want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yo, yeah so I, I, but I do think there's something too that like sci- like Western science and data, and I would actually love to get Rada's opinion about this, John. You can't capture the. When she the, gets back from NATO, I'll, I'll she, get her to hop on the podcast. Don't don't <laughs> give her the location away. I'm not giving location or the nickname <laughs> they gave her, but Jesus Christ, we'll see if she can you know squeeze it into her schedule. But I, but <laughs> talk about ice cream. But I do think there's something. Too like you can't you can't study and medically quantify happiness in a in a real way, and I do think there's something too like if you got a fat guy who eats ice cream and is happy, versus a fat guy who's been denying himself what he wants to eat his whole life, it totally makes sense to me that the guy who eats ice cream and is like enjoying his weight is more likely to have a healthy life. Like that absolutely makes sense to me. I, th- I think they found a there was a study a while ago of this group of. Um, Japanese immigrants who lived in a like an all Japanese immigrant community in America and they all lived into their 90s and what they found is like they had a community everyone relied on everyone else everyone trusted everyone else everyone was like friendly with everyone else and like that that social network and the feeling of belonging and everything mm-hmm. that gave you that, that like being at peace in that way has physical benefits so I I buy it that the ice cream is helpful I still need to I enjoy the ice cream I eat I still need to moderate it because if yeah. I were to eat as much as I want to eat, I wouldn't survive long enough to be in one of these studies. <laughs> <laughs> so you're saying the approach of ice cream eaters to life yeah. is why they're healthier in different ways. You know what I mean? Right. Okay. That makes sense. That well, makes I, sense. I, 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 t- I told you all it was a study that came out from a credit card company that said that Long Beach, California eats twice as much ice cream per capita as any other city in America. Yeah, but why was that? What's the reasoning? Is that, do, we, do we get any like you know hard facts to why that is? There's a lot of ice cream places here. There's a lot of people who have culture. The cultural identity is eating unhealthily, of okay. various different. That's America. Yes, but, <laughs> but I like hear what a, you're saying. I in a in a specific way, and then cultural also the weather's reasons, nice. So like I'm yeah, sure yeah. like we we were talking about winter in St. Louis or in Richmond. There's probably three to six months where it would, you'd be looked at as insane to go eat ice cream in Long Beach. Yeah, yeah. Even when it was raining, it was still like in the 60s or whatever. You know what I mean? So yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know, but I do think it is. I, I I do think there's something to that. That like that life approach is a is a, is a better life approach to do things you like, but with some moderation than to try and I don't know, just shut yeah. it all out. That's I know that's Tyler's life approach. Tyler's like, you know, you like you you you're not an unhealthy person, but you're also not going to ever deny yourself eating the food that you want to eat. You know, exactly. that, that was my grandpa's approach. They told him you can't have cold cuts anymore after his second heart attack. And he was like, I'm an Italian immigrant. 
I am going to eat cold cuts. I will eat it. I am a, a cold cut. What right. the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I'm made of cold right. cuts. He's like, I'll eat it once a week, but I'm not going to cut it out of the diet. That's the Are diet. You crazy? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, well, Mike. What is your favorite sense. ice cream? What's your favorite ice cream, G? You never talked about that. Do you oh, have a special I, one? Are you like a? Go ahead, go ahead. I'm I'm just str- exclusively cookies and cream. Like I don't bu- buy any other ice cream beside that. Mike, what's yours? Because I, 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 are you a bougie one or are you like? You know I'm what very saying? bougie. I'm okay. a, I, I'm a, if if ice cream was beer, I'd be an IPA guy. What's that? What's that? Uh, uh, writer you said that you read who's like you know what's what's that writer that's super bougie that you read? There's a particular oh, James guy. Joyce. James, James Joyce. Joyce. So yeah, you yeah, like yeah. you like James Joyce ass fucking ice cream? Yeah. Yeah, I like yeah. I like Finnegan's Wake ice cream. Yeah, um, I eat like it's got to have a very high cream content. So like Haagen Dazs, Baskin Robbins, sort of like as low. Like I, I don't eat the tub or Rite Aid ice cream that we grew up eating. That's like mostly just ice with some yeah like, yeah yeah food flavoring that. and color squirted in there. But like the 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 um the stuff that's like actual high cream. It's it's the stuff that's really bad for you because it's like. Four hundred percent cholesterol or whatever. I didn't oh, know you were you were you were purely on cookies and cream like that, bro. Type. That that's it. And the thing about cookies and cream, the fancier it gets, the trasher it usually gets. Like the best cookies that's and true. cream. Yeah, the best cookies and cream to me is the Briar's Oreo shit. That is the best cookies and cream ice cream in the world to me. Because y'all remember what was that fucking ice cream that Twitter was going crazy about gelati or some shit? Y'all remember that fucking craze? Talenti, gelato, talenti. Yeah, to talenti. I think it was like gelato was talenti. Gelato, gelato. It's just like an Italian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which yeah, was yeah. like a higher cream cotton. I tried that cookies and cream shit. It was some bullshit. It was the worst cookies and cream I ever had in my motherfucking life. I was like, please give me the two for five dollar briars because this is some bullshit, dog. I had some gelato that was like fucking caramel and something that was crazy. Mm-hmm. And I would bang the whole pint in like a sitting of like an episode, like 30 minutes. And I looked at like what it contained and I was like, Wow, I didn't know you could eat that much bad shit at once. You know what I mean? I'm like, bro, nigga, there's no way I can continue this. I did it like three times, and I just happened to look at it like I thought it was the healthy option of ice cream. I'm like, what the fuck? I think some bullshit. I I like gelato, and I like sorbet, and I like frozen yogurt. But the people who equate those things to ice cream to me are fraudulent. You know, it's it's like Mm. if you like Beyond Meat, that's cool. You know, I don't need. But it's not. Meat, it's not meat. Though. Like yeah, I, I will yeah, eat yeah. meat when I want meat. If I have a diet thing where I'm trying to eat less meat, like okay, but you don't need to make it look like a hamburger to me, bro. You know what I mean? Is, <laughs> is, 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 is Edie's is high quality ice cream? Edie's. I don't know if I've had Edie's. It's I, like double whipped. Every time I saw Edie's, I'm like, if I see you if it's double whipped, your house, it's high I thought quality. you were. Yeah. Oh, it's it's it's, it's high, okay. So it's like every time I saw Edie's, I'm like, this person's rich. Like yeah. you could live in squalor. Right. I'm like, I see Edie's in your house, and I'm like, what are you hiding from us? That, that's what I thought this my life was going to be when I was 13. Like, you know what I mean? Like, living on the street, but I got a place behind a bush that'll keep the ice cream cold till the sun goes and down. And you're rich to me if you had Edie's. You could be shitting on the highway, and you had a, holding a Kenny's. I'm like, this is a rich I, motherfucker, man. Something, he's hiding something. Nigga. I totally agree with, with you, Tyler, though, that cookies and cream would be the exception that proves the rule on, like, uh, mm. the fancier, like, like, I don't think Haagen-Dazs makes a cookies and cream. The Ben and Jerry's one is whatever. You know what I mean? Like mint and chip, peanut butter, chocolate, chocolate. You need like the fancier ones to me. But cookies and cream, the Briars is 100%. The two yeah. for $5 is the best one. That's the and goat. it's got the exact right amount of cookie. Right, right. 
it's it cream to me. It's going, go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead I, I was gonna say it's just such a rewarding feeling when you when you're digging and you fucking hit gold and you get like three scoops of one cookie or <laughs> back to back to back. Like God damn, like bro, the simple things. <laughs> This is why I never. This is why I never started betting on sports. Because you're so right. When I'm eating Haagen Dazs chocolate chip cookie dough ice cream, when you get three in a row with a chunk of the cookie dough, you're like, I'm plugged into the universe right right now. (laughs) Cookies and cream is like, oh, like wings. Like you're the person that orders wings every time you go out and eat. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like that's what that is. And you don't want to go to a wing spot that's like super expensive. That shit does not be good. You know what I mean? Like, so that that makes sense to me. All right, topic number two is um, it's going to start in an unfunny place and it's going to end in a funny place, okay? Um, we, the three of us, have been observing the uh, increasing uh, lunacy of the anti-trans movement in America, and we have a story that I, in Long Beach, that I believe, or next to Long Beach in Orange County, that I believe should be publicized more. A Rossmore man was sentenced Thursday to one year and one day in prison, along with three years of supervised release, for threatening Merriam-Webster, Inc. over its dictionary's definition of the words female, woman, and girl, according to federal authorities. Now listen, we support uh, trans kids and people on this show, obviously, like, fuck the anti-trans people. But if you are anti-trans, you need to look around and ask yourself why people who are part of your political movement are getting arrested for threatening the dictionary. (laughs) You are not standing with America's best and brightest right now. <laughs> what, what, what did, what did they, okay, what, how did this happen? Like, what, how did he threaten them? What was he, he went tri- on their Facebook of? and said yeah. he was going to blow up the dictionary and its headquarters because they were being too inclusionary with their definition of the word female. You are literally going to spend 366 days of your only life you'll ever have on this earth, as far as we know, in jail for threatening the dictionary because you didn't like what they said a word meant, bro. This motherfucker threatened to blow up the dictionary office. Like, does he know how dictionaries work? Does he know that that basically this shit is online now? Like, motherfuckers have not bought a hard copy dictionary since 1997, dog. Like, you ain't stopping shit if you blow up a fucking Merriam-Webster office, dog. Merriam-Webster <laughs> don't do shit but be online and checking motherfuckers on Twitter who get shit wrong. That's all they do now, dog. A motherfucker this dumb might not have the internet. Other than, <laughs> I mean, he said it on Facebook. <laughs> so he has to have some access. He might have done it at the library, though. I don't know. Maybe, maybe. Because Jesus Christ, bro. You know what I mean? Like, what you said, Rossmore where? Rossmore is uh, it's it's east of Long Beach in Orange County. It's in Los Alamitos. But it's like, this, is, this dude is young. This dude's in his 30s. This is just a dude who's been on page 47 of YouTube with the lions learning <laughs> the that lions the, the real shit. prey is the dictionary. That's <laughs> what's wild about Orange County, California, like that area, because it's basically Mississippi. <laughs> you know what I mean? With it's a like, beach, with a nice beach. <laughs> with a beach, bro. It's, and they got some bread there. They got people with money. You know what I mean? Crazy, crazy. All right. But fuck them. Yeah. Okay. No, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Just to be clear, <laughs> fuck them. For and sure. throw another day on that motherfucker just off the street. You but feel I just me? like you're trying to get a job at UPS five years from now. And you got to check the box that says you have a felony conviction. And when they ask you what that felony conviction is for, you have to look someone in the eye and say, because the dictionary made me mad, bro. <laughs> <laughs> this is. <laughs> You think you're in the right here, dog? Like, he, he you tried be to fight the language? 
<laughs> he, he's gonna be in jail missing all his woke alerts from his woke app. <laughs> <laughs> Poor fella. <laughs> he might not know in jail, bro. He might be drinking Bud Light in there, just totally polluting the movement. <laughs> <laughs> Weirdest right. fucking people on the planet, dog. I swear to God. <laughs> Tr- truly, truly the weirdest people <coughs> on the planet. Jesus Christ. All right. Um, there was a video that surfaced, and I, I just want to enjoy this moment with you guys, of a fight breaking out at a baseball game uh, while <laughs> while Nuck If You Buck was playing. What's the largest group of people you should illegally be allowed to play that song at? It's definitely not a stadium's no. worth of people. I no, feel like at a stadium, no. that's like the purge. Like, you got to survive the next three minutes. There's no help coming. <laughs> and I hope you've been nice to the people sitting around you. Okay, what what is this? Was this a – okay, where, what, where was this at? It was a Major um, League Baseball game. I, I want to say it was somewhere in the Midwest, but I don't remember what stadium it was at. Because I'm wondering the person that played it had to not understand the powers of that song. <laughs> you know what I mean? They wasn't outside, nigga. That was not an outside-ass nigga. Bro, like, if you played it with, like, I don't think you should be able to play it with with less, with, 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 with more than 30 people. You're, it's, 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 a, it's a damn near guaranteed fight. And I, I also <laughs> feel like baseball per capita, they have more stadium fights than, like, any other fucking sport, dude. Like, baseball. And they be drunk. Fu- yeah. Baseball fans be fighting, dog. You're drunk, You're drunk and, and bored. That You're drunk if and you bored. Me? <laughs> Nuck if you buck, nigga. Okay. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> I think I will knock. <laughs> right, right, right. Dump got to get us through the sixth inning. <laughs> Goddamn. It's been 45 minutes, nigga. <laughs> Since somebody scored? Shit. Fuck you, me. Let's, let's, let's turn, it, turn, turn it up a little bit. You feel me? Well, don't no, mind if I do. Extremely dangerous, right? I think I shall I have myself nuck. a little nuck. <laughs> <laughs> and a buck for dessert. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's crazy. <laughs> don't don't mind if I do. I have myself a nice little that's, nuck here. That's probably how I would sit at a baseball game, though. <laughs> That's exactly the vibe there for oh, sure. Oh shit! Bro. Okay, um, John has alerted us that Daniel Caesar is uh, back. He's released an album that you, that you liked, and also that let's he's not talk about a... Daniel Caesar. Let's not talk about Daniel Caesar. This but hold on, I want to talk about him fighting the internet. Of. I want to talk say about you're a fan of. No, okay, okay. John hates the new Daniel Caesar. No, album, no, but... no. He's, he's a dude like he's like it's like, it's like once he did the the whole stand up for like for yes jewels like nigga you fuck out of here. But his music's good enough where I'm going to keep listening. But my, my line is like saying, hey, everybody online, this is a great album. I don't, I don't share the fact that he has basic good music. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I still run it. He hasn't done, he hasn't crossed that line yet. We all have people. Go ahead. I, I ain't going to lie. That, that motherfucking um, shit he had with, with, with Justin Bieber a couple summers back, that Peaches shit, that was a bop. Peaches went crazy. That Peaches was a bop. Crazy. Bro, that shit was like the biggest song of the year. Yeah. I, bro, Bieber. I just, I can't believe he, I was so shocked when I saw it was him that made it. You know what I'm saying? I didn't know that was him. Like, like Rather told me, I'm like, that's, B-. I was like, that's Bieber. I had no idea, bro. What a banger though. R.M. Bieber. R.M. Hell of an artist. The, the reason, an I, artist. I, I didn't want to bring it up actually just to say nice things about Daniel Caesar. It was because you, you have pointed out, I think Tyler pointed out that Daniel yeah. Caesar is attempting to fight the internet. <laughs> <Which> <laughs> You're is- not going to win, bro. 
You know, when Twitter decides they're going to jump you, you might as well just get into the fetal position, bro. Like we have it's very rare that you are going to win against Twitter. We have only seen like a few brave souls come out of the Twitter jumping unscathed. And Daniel Caesar was not one of them. They let his ass up. When they said when he said you sent the text and actually you're not the only person to send me that. A few people sent me that. That's how much of a banger it was. And they didn't send me the actual tweet. tweet. They sent me the screenshot, same way you did for some reason, but which makes it seem worse. But when he said, why are all the ugly, why are all the people that call me ugly, ugly themselves? And it said, real, recognize real. <laughs> real, recognize real, my boy. I said, oh, bro, I audibly yelled, dog. What? What? Oh, my God, dog. Twitter is hell, man. <laughs> <laughs> That's cold as hell, man. That's cold as hell, dog. Uh, crazy, crazy. All right, crazy. well, we're uh, this is the album is a banger, topic. though. But we ain't gonna talk about that. Go ahead, let's move on. We're uh, <laughs> we're we're recording this on uh, on on April twentieth, and uh, Elon Musk, the stupidest person in the world, has followed through on his commitment as a four twenty joke to remove all of the legacy verified uh, blue checks. Uh, on Twitter, yes, but uh, but was, I, yeah, go ahead. I basically, everyone lost them except for like Stephen King, Ice T, and a couple of other specific people who made fun of Elon Musk uh, on Twitter. And Stephen King <laughs> went so far as to tweet, "Just to be clear, if you click on the blue check, it says I'm verified because I subscribed to uh, Twitter Blue and I provided my phone number. I'm not subscribed to it, and I did not provide my phone number." <laughs> I am not a weirdo. <laughs> Elon, I basically. am weird, but not that type of weird. You feel what I'm saying? <laughs> Fellas, is it a good idea as a brand to make a product so toxic that the most famous people who use your product just want to chime in and clarify that they're not paying? <laughs> is it, is it? I, am, I am not one of the losers, sir. <laughs> I've written about some weird shit, but I'm not a weirdo, basically, is what he said. But it's so fucking stupid. Elon doesn't know what the fuck he's doing. Like, I mean, it's been clue. fucking evident since he took over the motherfucker. Like, the shit, the, the, the fucking website is janky as fuck now. You, if you want to see, like, new fucking retweets or new quote tweets, sometimes I got to go click on the motherfucker retweeting me because my shit will be refreshed on their shit when it's not refreshed on my shit. I don't know if y'all have that problem. But it's just, yeah, it's some bullshit. He done broke the motherfucking site, and he trying to charge people for this raggedy ass shit boy get the fuck out of here it's your weak ass <laughs> fuck Elon man <laughs> soggy big toe looking ass motherfucker man you like go to hell fuck Elon go bro don't you fucking take Twitter from me it's all I have <laughs> get emotional about it <laughs> but every time I look at somebody and see that they paid for Twitter blue I'm like what you know, it it, it it has a stink on it. Yeah. It's crazy. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, it, we, it, it seems so thirsty. We got an alert um, at the 562 from our social media person that was like, hey, you know, just as a heads up, like, if, if we subscribe to this, it, they, they, they're throttling down engagement for people who don't have it. You know, the, everything will do better if we subscribe to it or whatever. And I looked at it. And again, this is another major flaw with trying to monetize Twitter. I was like, oh, I can tweet with less people seeing what I'm tweeting. That sounds fucking great <laughs> that's not a threat like that sounds wonderful i could go back to twitter when it was just people i knew reading this shit, like in real life reading the shit that i was writing 
I but mean, it's just tr- such a backward. Go ahead, go ahead. I was going to say, Tom, truth be told, that motherfucking uh, badge has some stink on it for years. Like, I remember when they was trying to get me and John to goddamn get verified. We were like, hell no, nah, we don't want that shit, bro. Because because <laughs> all that's going to happen, as soon as you say some shit a motherfucker don't agree with, oh, they just give check marks to anybody these days. Motherfuckers get verified for anything these days. Like, bro, right, right, right. Like, no, I, I want to know parts of that shit. And for one, I don't I don't even think I'm fucking famous enough to have a, a fucking check mark. Well, yeah. I'm, I'm a podcaster. What the fuck is a podcaster? That's what I feel like. I don't want to be verified for having a podcast, <laughs> right. nigga. Like, because what would bother me about him saying it? Because they'd be right, nigga. They yeah. give anybody a check mark. Damn, they do shit. I don't deserve one over no damn podcast. But I shit. think, like, you, you know, when they first started it, and I, I had one when I was at the Daily Newspaper, they filled out like a Excel sheet, and all of the reporters of the paper got one or whatever, right? Right. And I like. There is a, there was, there isn't anymore since it's all fucked up now. There was a function to it, which was if I tweeted, um, you know, the geological survey says that Long Beach is going to have a, a, an earthquake hit in a half hour, then the people who follow me in Long Beach could go, oh, this guy's verified. I see that he's a reporter. That shit means something. I should panic or whatever. Right. Mm-hmm. And like there, there was a, there was a function to that. And, I, but I, it got to where it was like, there were people who were not reporters who just knew someone at a magazine who got them verified with like 400 followers and were just tweeting bullshit. So it was like, Elon's right that it already had cut like, like Tyler said, it lost its meaning or whatever. Yeah, but yeah. like, when you look at Twitter now, I mean, there's like pro athletes. <laughs> well, no, my favorite was the Pope who's unverified tweeted something and a verified person responded to the Pope and was like, you're right. The Pope <laughs> <It's just> like, <laughs> <laughs> but it's, but the thing is like everybody's perception of people that pay for it is that they're lame and they're you know right. What I mean? But if you don't, yeah, yeah, yeah. But if you don't pay for it, you don't get engagement. So you're pushing the people that people don't fuck with in front of people. It's a way you know, like that. That is not the way to make the website more enjoyable and more profitable. It's uh, it's ridiculous. Look, 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 like we work at we work in content production. If you and I were to create a blog tomorrow that mm-hmm. was pot that that uh, suddenly five hundred million people are using, every government in the world is using it. LeBron James is on it. Like all of the funniest comedians are on it. Mm-hmm. Would our business model be to go to LeBron James and say, hey? You owe me eight bucks a month, dog. I mean, like, these people are not being paid. They're using your shit for free, which is incredible. What would it cost the three of us to get LeBron James to do something on our shit? A million fucking dollars or something? A trillion, dog. Like, <laughs> it damn near be impossible. He's doing it for free off his phone right. at home when he's not even right. working because he's not thinking of it as work, even though he's already working won. for you. You know you what I'm won. saying? Right, right. And right, your response right. to that was to go to that man and say, I need eight dollars. Like, what the fuck are you doing? Pay me for something I should be paying you for doing. You know what I mean? <laughs> fuck. All right. <clears throat> anyway. Fuck that um, guy. Fuck that guy. Fuck him. Bloop. Ruin anything in the world but Twitter, bro. Like, and that, as, as someone tweeted today, too, like, he should have known that, that no one was going to do anything but make jokes about this shit, bro. Like, you thought people were going to take this seriously? Really? <laughs> Right. I mean, he's so rich. He's not aware, bro. Like, I think his world is so different. He doesn't understand like things that are very, you know, make that make are basic to us. And whoever I mean? said it, bro, you see, you have all the money in the world, but you'll never be a real poster. Like, 
You want to be a poster? You want to buy your way to it? You will never be a fucking real poster. No one will ever respect you the way they respect Tyler on a fucking gumball phone, bro. Never. It'll never happen. Bitch ain't even a good reply guy. He's just not good at Twitter at all, dog. He wasn't built for this shit at all. Stick to making them little weak-ass rockets that be blowing up and shit. <laughs> and them weak-ass Teslas that be blowing up, too, nigga. Fuck you mean. Yeah. <clears throat> I heard they're I heard they selling the Tessies for fucking, like, 30000 bucks now, bro. I, not, but, they, but they've but they had, like, so many recalls, it's ridiculous. Yeah, of course they've had recalls. Y'all hear somebody back there? Yeah, I hear something. She said, are we, are we making fun of Teslas, daddy? <laughs> right, right. That's our future, right? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Autonomous uh, vehicles? <laughs> what do you mean? John, I don't think we've addressed uh, on the pod your upcoming uh, makeover um, to, to oh, become boot, uh, boot boy. If boot boy Jenkins, uh, would you like to to uh, would you like to share the vision with the with the the listeners? All right, so I saw this, you know, country ass nigga that was like hella cowboy motherfucker, like you know what I'm saying, like for real wrangling horse riding motherfucker, you know what I mean? And he's a but he's a fashion influencer and he just it hit my ig and i spent like 50 minutes on this shit like yo like there's no way i'm wearing any of this but he gets some fits off crazy didn't have a facial hair so you know you can't really trust that type of motherfucker you feel me but it i couldn't ignore the fits then the next day the algorithm really hit me i was like joking like i'm gonna dress like this then the algorithm hit me with that dude i sent y'all that music from Mm-hmm. Where like he had his boots on, you feel me? Riding fish had his you know truck in the back when he was rapping, you know. what I'm saying I'm like, oh this this, damn I, I I'm, I'm listening to his music. I'm like I might have found my tribe. You feel me? Like I've been known at some point. I'm gonna be a country ass nigga to be living in a on some on a strip of land. You know what I'm saying? Have a little pond at some point. I want I've always wanted to do that. So I was like, man, you know what? Fuck it. I feel like you know. The boots kind of looking crazy in some of these fits. Let me go ahead and ease into that. I got about about 20 years so I can get to I'm going to be on that strip of land fishing in my own pond. You know what I mean? But uh, I'm going to go ahead and ease into it. You know, I'm going back to my roots, baby. You feel me? I'm a, I'm a, bo- I'm a boot boy. I'm going to get me some cowboy boots for sure, dog. <laughs> you feel me? Some of them there boots there, boy. <laughs> Give me some of them boots, bro. I'm going to be booting and scooting for real, dog. I already got the hat. You know what I'm saying? You know what I mean? Listen to Chris Stapleton. You know what I'm saying? Like, shit, might as well get oh, some cowboy in, yeah. boots. You feel me? You know what I mean? Just going back to my roots. That's all, man. I'm happy for you to live your truth. Yeah, man. Rather was... No. (laughs) (laughs) No. I've been talking to her more. She's kind of... She's kind of... You know, we halfway there. We'll see. But, uh... (laughs) When I first posted it... In... Oh, didn't say nothing else. (laughs) That's all she had for me. She gave you the hard... The hard no. (laughs) <laughs> the hard no, right? You know what I'm saying? There ain't no way. But we'll she, see. We'll see. She didn't invite any conversation. At all. No, no. It wasn't no debate. It wasn't no debate, brother. You know what I'm saying? She was like, "Nah, that's not who I married, dog." You feel me? Yeah. Well, that- I think. I think. Like, I, I. You know, there's a big chance. There's a 95 percent chance that I put on them boots, and I'm like, "Ain't no way." <laughs> <laughs> but I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try. I'm open myself up a little bit. I might like, go there. I'm probably gonna put the things on. They gonna get the clicking and clacking, and I'll be like looking around like, 
Ain't no way, dog. <laughs> we we going back to these sneakers, bro. <laughs> you can you can still live life as a country motherfucker with, without boots, though. I, I have a I lot know. of country ass tendencies, and you know I don't wear nothing yeah, but yeah, fucking you, sneakers. Yeah, you know I'm a country, but I just I was just I don't know. I just the fits kind of looked like you know. You know, like it, it just it hit me a particular way. I don't know, man. When I saw a boy, you know, rapping with the joint, wearing his boots, fishing, I'm like, you know, it, it feel like a vibe. Maybe you know, I don't know. But also, you're in Virginia. I'm in LA. I'm 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 thirsting for something to, right. to connect I, me with. Right. I'm, I'm <laughs> you know just fucking I mean? 20, 25 minutes away from country shit at all times. You know what I'm saying? So, you feel me, yeah. bro? I don't I I don't like I I have to go to the ocean to fish. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I've been asking people like for fishing holes. They're like. There's a whole ocean. I'm like, bro, I don't, I'm not looking. I'm trying to go crappie fishing. Right. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to fish for crappie. I'm trying to sit and troll and, you know what I'm saying? It just, you, it's, 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 it's totally different, man. So I can't even move like I'm, like I'm, you, you going, you going to hit somebody up before we might? Um, there's a, there, there, you know, we got wetlands here. I mean, you could fish here, but you, you, you want to be out on like a, a boat on like a lake <laughs> that you're talking about? I mean, I, mean, what's, I don't I, know. I, what's crappie or fishing? I, or I could pull up or, crappie fish. I mean, like usually you have, you in a boat and you kind of post it up. You know what I mean, and you find you a little little nice hole. You know what I mean, but like, I mean, I'm I'm down to, I'm down to just be on a be on a bank and fish off a bank. But I just didn't know there was fishing. Everybody oh, told yeah. me. Oh yeah, you like, could fish off the uh, you could fish off the um, the breakwater like the 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 rock jetty in Long Beach. People go people like rock fish and shit off that. You know what I okay. mean? Okay. Like that, I need to what... tap in though, cause I've I've been missing that dog. You know what I mean? So you don't want to pull anything out of any water in L.A., bro. For sure. Like, yeah, yeah. That ain't that ain't it. <laughs> you, you, you I don't even like drinking drinking L.A. water that's supposed to be purified <laughs> from my faucet. Let alone, you know, get the Simpsons fish pulled up out of that thing, bro. <laughs> Not with it. Not with it. There is a power plant in Long Beach that's like a hydroelectric power plant, and the water it pulls into it. People do fish in there, and I'm like, what are you doing? That like sounds the- <laughs> very scary. <laughs> There's not even any nuclear shit in this power plant, but still, like, why are you getting food from the power plant? <laughs> the power plant provides power. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> not sustenance, my guy. You know what I mean? But, yeah, I, I just want, like, a little peaceful, like, me and my dad would go fishing. We pull up to a bank or we jump in. He had he had a little little a little small boat that we would hop in, you know what I mean? And we'd be out there for hours and wouldn't say nothing. We'd be like grunting and eating sandwiches and you know what I mean? And you know, chilling. Just you know, your, being your closer. real answer in Southern California is just to get up into the mountains, which are which are which are pretty close by. But there's like there's like quieter spots and shit you can go to up there. You know what I mean? Yeah, this yeah. Is not that I'm far gonna figure away. it out. It there, probably ain't gonna be boots. I ain't gonna lie to y'all, dog. I'm just I like to just have fun and be talking shit. It probably gonna be boots, but we uh, we we gonna get back. You could make I, I need a, to find you, places you, to fish and shit like that for real. There's a really big sport fishing um, industry in Long Beach where people take charter boats out and you know you go mm-hmm. off the coast, you could catch like prize shit and all that. Mm-hmm. Um, and you could probably make a lot of money if you got a boat doing that for like relocated country black people. You know what okay, I mean? Okay, just yeah, going yeah, out yeah. and like no. Yacht guys, like <laughs> just like taking a boat out to the ocean, like a nice fishing boat. You know what I mean? And fucking yeah. I've been thinking about asking PG how he fishes, like when he comes to the gig. You know what yeah. I mean? Like yo, what you be on, man? Where you be at? Because I know he's a big fisher too. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not. There, I don't say I'm a big fisher, but I like, there I, are I just spots. That, but 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 it is. Um, I think in Southern California, it's a little bit like it, it's like wisdom that's kind of been passed down from generations like we talked about like because all of the black people here basically came you know from the south 
like which is this, why I'm going to be moving there. Right. But but <laughs> yeah. it's like right, like it got well no no, but like this is a, like everywhere, right? Like everywhere in America, mm-hmm. everyone came from the south for the obvious reasons. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. like the wisdom is sort of passed down from generations. Like I know um a really good family friend of Shars, uh Bruce Ford who passed away recently. He was like he grew up on the west side in Long Beach. It was like all black people when he grew up and they all had like spots that they would go fish in because yeah. they were all raised by people from Mississippi and Alabama. And right, so they right, had spots right. around Southern California or they'd go up into the mountains because it was only like an hour drive or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they yeah. had their little spots. You know what I mean? So like I heard, at his um, services, we heard from so many people that were like, oh, man, I grew up fishing with Bruce. Like, yeah, <laughs> like we would just, so. go, you know, pull up from the, the west side and go find somewhere. So there's uh, something real spiritual about fishing. And when you invite somebody fishing, like there's not much more that I'm going to say. Like, if I invite you fishing, that means I'll probably take a bullet for you. Like, I love you. You know what I mean? If I'm inviting you fishing. There's, I'm inviting you into my sanctuary. You know what I mean? So people that would invite me fishing, I don't say no to fishing. You know what I mean? Like, that means something. You know what I mean? Like, so yeah, yeah. So I, I, I just miss that. I miss that. I miss that shit. You feel me? So. Okay, last topic um, for the Basketball Free episode. Tyler sent um, a great... <laughs> country gem and i I just want to say like most things i feel like we've gotten better at through the generations but shit talking has gotten worse yes by far you know you guys are old souls you practice some of the dark arts the brought the lineage (laughs) forward (laughs) the dark arts i love that (laughs) but uh but tyler lay the tweet on us and then and then why is this why is it that the older and countryer you are the better at talking shit you are. Yeah, yeah. So so this dude um, tweeted out <laughs> where he was talking shit to somebody, obviously. And he said, sense has chased you your entire life, but you are faster. And I was like, bro, <laughs> that had to have been handed down from the ancestors, bro. Because you younger generations me. are not coming with heat like that, dog. <laughs> that is vintage right there, right? So I, that, that feels like African fucking Nigerian grandpa's type shit, right? So... <laughs> That so, became yeah. that be that began in a different language for sure, yes. dog. That was translated, bro. You yeah, know I mean? yeah. So, <laughs> so yeah, man. And and you know, speaking of country shit, you know, y- y'all know my family country is fucking. I've heard all types of country shit. My favorite, <laughs> the favorite country sh- country shit I ever heard. It was from my favorite uncle. I've told y'all about my uncle Bubba, right? Your stereotypical country ass fishing ass cowboy fan ass uncle. Love to do to death. Yeah, yeah. Um, one day he calls me over because you know he needs my help to help him fix his ride along or it's fucking up for whatever reason so you know i go over there he asked me to do something i'm like i don't think this shit is gonna work he's basically asking me to like hotwire the motherfucker i'm like bro you can't put fucking negative on positive shit ain't gonna work whatever but anyway it does work right he knows what the fuck he was talking about so so the motherfucker revs up you know and he looks at me gives me the gives me the old nigga yeah i told you so face i'm like okay okay and and, and he was like hey i told you and then then he drops this gym (laughs) he leans in close enough for me to smell the motherfucking beer on his breath and he looks me dead in my eyes and he says, if I tell you a duck can pull a truck, shut the fuck up and hook the bitch up. <laughs> right? <laughs> and just walked off and let that marinate with me. And it has stuck with me for like 10, 15 years now. The countryest shit I ever heard. And I cannot wait until I can drop it on a motherfucker, but the right opportunity has not presented itself. That was the one, that was a one and done. I've never heard him say that before or since. Tyler, you might need to buy some boots so you can go ahead and say that with them boots on, bro. That shit gonna hit hard as a motherfucker. That shit a heater, dog. You, you, you say that with some boots on, bro. That shit gonna bang, dog. You feel me? Hell yeah. Hell yeah. 
That's incredible. <laughs> That's perfect. It's literally perfect, dog. But, it's like but it only comes for country people, dog. You right. know what I mean? And the funniest, like, flamingest people ever are like, dude, it's a country-ass nigga sitting on a porch that'll just heat you up, bro. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, like may, clown you to the point you laughing at you. You know what I'm saying? Like, bro, the, the funniest we ever met. So, yeah, man. <clears throat> Y'all got me missing home, dog, for real. <laughs> bro, this been, a, this been hard, bro. Y'all know I'm already homesick, dog. Dang, G. Y'all got me missing the crib, bro. All right, that's all the time we got for today. Uh, we'll be back Sunday night um, after the games with the uh, playoff reaction. And then uh, I, I think at least for the foreseeable future with these playoffs, we're sticking to Sunday, Wednesday after the games. And then Saturday we'll drop, like we said, the non-basketball episodes. So appreciate you listening. Uh, you know, I hope you're enjoying the playoff games. You're not enjoying the playoff games. Hope you're enjoying the, the basketball-free episodes. And either way, we'll see you all tomorrow. <laughs> the Silly Billy episode. The Silly Billy episode. Silly Billy. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast.